Blog Talk Radio. Welcome into the 18th episode of The Ivy, as myself, Max, and my partner, Theo, will be here, as our main host, Thomas, is busy studying for finals. We'll be with you for the next 30 minutes on this Sunday to dive into everything Cubs related. If you like the Cubs, you've come into the right place, and we're extremely grateful that you've took some time out of your Sunday night to join us. Theo, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm good. All right. Well, today we'll be talking about the Cubs' past hot week as they've won six straight games, as well as some NL Central notes around the division. Lastly, make sure you call into the show by calling the number 845-277-9345 to join us and ask a question or comment on anything Cubs related. Also, for more of the Ivy content, make sure you head over to baseballpodcast.net.com and also make sure to follow all three of us, Theo at Cubs underscore universe, Thomas at the Cubs wave, and myself at Wrigley News. And now we're going to get started with uh, the game from last Sunday. It was a 15-inning game. The, Cub, the Cubs ended up winning 6-5. to five. Um, That was just starting their six-game win streak. Um, obviously a great day. I mean, not a great day from Quintana. Um, he had had, I think it was three, two to three, I mean, really good starts before that. And um, he, he fell off the edge a little bit, um, and our bullpen obviously threw um, nearly 10 full innings after that, nine and a third to be exact. Um, Theo, what were your thoughts on just the game overall? And, um, I mean, there obviously there was a lot of pluses and a few minuses too. Um, I mean, it, def- it definitely hurt that Quintana couldn't go more than five and two-thirds. But um, another good note too, I mean, we saw Tyler Chatwood go one and a third with only – one walk and two Ks, he got the win that day. Um, I mean, what were your thoughts on that game? Well, I mean, we got the win, but it wasn't that pretty. We left how many runners on base? I left. We know we left the bases loaded a couple times. Yeah. It was, I mean. So, sorry, go ahead. I, like, I mean, like you said, there was just – we did leave the base. I, I think it was two, two – and twice in extra innings we left the bases loaded. If I remember correctly, but yeah, it it wasn't pretty. It was in total nineteen runners left on base, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and even with that, nineteen Ks too, um, and four from Contreras just that day. So I mean, a win is a win, but um, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it wasn't a great performance. But um, Ben Sobris did go two for two, um, after pinch hitting for Daniel Descalso. Um, he was out. Of, obviously a pretty big factor in that game, um, as well as Chris Bryant, one for six with three RBI. And then Quintana's stats for that day, um, he went five and two-thirds, five hits, three and runs, and two Ks, um, as well as two homers. He pitches tonight um, on Sunday Night Baseball. Um, and then a few of the scoring plays, um, Chris Bryant homered in the top of the third, uh, Wilson Contreras homered in the top of the fourth, um, and then Eduardo Escobar for the Diamondbacks, he hit two homers in total. Um, and then in the top of the 15th, Ben Zobris doubled um, to drive in Tyler Chatwood, Albert Almora, and then Zobris advanced to third. And then Chris Bryant hit a sack fly to score Zobris, um, which would also ultimately be the winning run as the Diamondbacks scored twice in the bottom of that inning. Theo, any other thoughts on that game? Uh, not really. Okay, then we'll head to, um, we had an off day April 29 as we flew to Seattle. 
Um, and then the Cubs, once again, they won 6-5, to five, but um, thankfully that was only a 9-inning game and not a 15-inning game. Um, I mean, once again, a pretty good performance overall from everybody. Um, Cole Hamels, I mean, I like what I've seen from him so far this season. Um, obviously, wasn't a outstanding performance, but, I mean, he did his job. He went five and a third, six hits, four runs, but only two were earned, um, three walks and seven Ks. And then Brandon Kinsler went inning, giving up a run. And then Brad Brock went inning and a third with two walks, but he ultimately did get the win. And then Steve Ciszek did get the um, the save that day too, his first save of the season. And then Wilson Contreras stayed hot. Um, I mean, really, he's been pretty hot, I mean, all all season, I mean, as what we've seen so far. And then Daniel Descalso hit a leadoff homer. Um, and then Anthony Rizzo and Kosh Schwarber also homered in that game. Uh, Theo, what are your thought? What were your thoughts on that game? I mean, it was overall a good win. Hamels, for the most part, pitched pretched pretty well. We this was kind of the first game where we saw Rizzo, you know, start to get on his hot streak, where he hit that pretty long ball, knocking in two. Overall, it's just a pretty good game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then. Um, the next game, a total blowout win. Cubs won eleven to nothing. Um, that was their fourth straight win. Um, Amora had a struggling he struggled that day. Um, not not much the offense did, but he went 0 for five with three Ks. Um, definitely a tough day from him. But Javi Baez, three for five with two RBI and two runs scored, um, as well as a homer in the top of the second, um, and then a double also in the top of the second. Um, I think they had 11 batters bat that inning, if I remember correctly. It was like nine or somewhere between there. Um, a crazy amount. Yeah. And then in the fourth, um, Anthony Rizzo and Wilson Churris both homered. Um, and then in the top of the ninth, the Cubs extended their lead um, as Wilson Contreras and Kyle Schwarber both hit sack flies. So, um, overall, a great game. I mean, it was overall just a fun game to watch. Um, I mean, I always love – um, watching blowout wins, but I mean, especially when the pitching was outstanding too. I mean, John Lester, seven innings, only one hit, one walk and eight Ks coming off the DL. And then Alan Webster and Dylan Maples um, came to close out. And um, I know I watched that game. Theo, did you? Yeah, I got, I got to yeah. watch most of it. Okay. Yeah. Because at the end of the game, I mean, Dylan Maples made uh, Encarnacion, um, I don't, I don't remember who else it was, but he was absolutely nasty. Um, I mean, just his, I, I don't even know what you want to call it, slider curve, whatever it was. I mean, it was just ridiculous. So, um, they, they, they combined for a one hitter. Um, and then the Cubs ended up winning 11 to nothing. Theo, you want to get into a little bit of the game on May 3rd? Uh, yeah, Sure. So the Cubs and Cardinals began their series on May 3rd, and the Cubs ended up winning that game 4 nothing. Kyle Hendricks got a, pitched a very good game after struggling against the Diamondbacks, going nine innings, giving up four hits and no runs, striking out three, moving down his ERA to 3.93. Uh, let's see. Riz, Anthony Rizzo did very well again today. He, I mean, not that day, but – he ended up knocking in three run three runners off of a three run blast. 
ultimately giving the Cubs the uh, advantage, winning 4 nothing that day. Um, who else mentioned that? Uh, Javier Baez also got the RBI double, I believe. Or was it a single? It was a single. I think he did oh, advance yeah, okay. to second, though, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, anyways, Javier Baez continued to hit very well, getting a one RBI. Ultimately, pretty good day beating a division rival. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, honestly, for me, I mean, just an outstanding performance from Kyle Hendricks. I mean, only 81 pitches in nine innings, um, four hits and three Ks. I mean, I I still don't like seeing the Cape. I mean, he hasn't had, like, he's never really been a big K guy, like a strikeout guy. But, I mean, either way, dominant performance by him. Um. I mean, it was finally good seeing a good game from him. Um, obviously, we know he struggled to start the season. But, I mean, maybe that's a turning point for him, even though it is the beginning of the season. Um, and we're already five weeks through, which is pretty crazy to think about. Yeah. And then yesterday's game, um, the Cubs won 6-5. to five. Um, Overall, once again, a pretty good game. Um, Taylor Davis, uh, first career homer. And it was also a grand slam. Um, they had intentionally walked Kyle Schwarber to get to Taylor Davis. And then he had hit a grand slam um, to tie it or yeah, to tie it at five. And then the Cubs finally scored in the bottom of the eighth um, to lead six, five. They scored on a Javi Baez Homer, um, his 11th of this, his 11th of the season. Um, I think I saw a video of it and the crowd was just going crazy. And I mean, once again, uh, yeah, another struggle from you, Darvish, though. Um, I mean, that's the big thing I took out of yesterday's game. Um, he hasn't had a good start to the season, um, 5.79 ERA now. Um, yesterday, he went four innings pitched, six hits allowed, five runs. They were all learned, five walks and four Ks. Um, obviously, another tough day from him. I mean, I had pretty high hopes as long as he was healthy. Um, to get into, I mean, going into the season. Um, I mean, I hope that he will turn around, and I think he will turn it around. But, I mean, now, five weeks through, I'm I'm getting pretty worried about him. Um, Theo, what are your thoughts on you Darvish and how he's pitched to start the season so far? I mean, when you look at the stats, he walked five people through four innings, and that's mo- ultimately been his biggest issue. And I agree with you. I had high hopes, too, after his performance in spring training. He had, like, a sub-3 ERA, I believe. So, gradually, I was kind of excited, but now, at this point, when he's been pitching this bad, I guess you want to call it, <laughs> it's just kind of concerning. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, But, I mean, it definitely was good seeing that um, we did get a little bit of production out of Taylor Davis yesterday. Um, I mean, we definitely, uh, we're pretty, a lot of the Cubs fans at least were pretty frustrated um, when Victor Caratini had hurt himself. Um, He was off to a great start. And um, I mean, personally, I think he has a great framing glove Um, just behind the plate. He's just really good at framing pitches. And um, I mean, obviously it's tough to see. I don't know how close to coming back he is, but I mean, ultimately Taylor Davis, I mean, without that dude, we wouldn't have necessarily won. I mean, we would. I mean, maybe Contreras would have homered. Who knows? 
But, I mean, yeah. just a good performance overall from the offense. Um, and Chris Bryant, too, one for two yesterday with one RBI. Um, just looking at that, that's not outstanding, but two walks, too. So, I mean, he's only at a 234 batting average still. But, I mean, he's he's getting on base a lot lately. Um, him and Anthony Rizzo both. Um, obviously, they had a tough start to the season, but they've both improved a lot lately. And also, the uh, the bullpen has looked a lot more sharp, which is a great sign. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so, yesterday, um, well, we might as well get into a little bit of it now. Um, Webster went – so, the bullpen didn't allow one run in five innings yesterday. Um, Webster went – he only recorded an out. Kyle Ryan came in for an inning, only giving up a hit. Um, Brad Brock got two outs, both Ks. Um, Steve Ciszek went an inning with a hit and a walk and a K. Um, I think he got – I want to say that was a bases loaded jam that he got himself into. Or maybe there was a runner on when he came in. I don't remember. I know Either way, whatever – yeah, whatever it was. Um, I mean, he – Steve Ciszek, I mean, he was so good last season, and I definitely think that um, we did overuse him a little bit. But, I mean, he's had a tough start to the season. Um, he's just a lot, a lot of base runners and generally he's got pretty lucky. Um, his ERA is only at 3.86. Um, so that's good, but I mean, I'm hoping he can like be able to limit the guys to get on base. I mean, like, I mean, it's good that you're not allowing the runners to score all the time, but I mean, I don't like having runners on base because generally, I mean, it makes your FIP higher. I think Thomas and I talked about that, like, two months ago now, but um, that's for people who have been listening for a while. Um, and another guy who has surprised me, um, I was really hoping he'd turn around, Brandon Kinsler. Like, this dude's been awesome to start this season. Um, he won an inning yesterday, um, only one hit allowed in two Ks. Um, his ERA is at 2.45 now. Um, just a great start to the season so far. He's pitched 14.2 innings, 13 Ks, and a .68 whip. Um, I mean, Theo, what are your thoughts on him so far? And, like, how have you um, – like, has he been someone, like, that you've been paying close attention to? Or is it just like, oh, he's been really good so far? I mean, last year, without a doubt, Kinsler was a big disappointment after trading for him at the deadline. And I honestly, I liked the trade before I saw how he performed because I was looking at him earlier in the year. But this year he's definitely surprised me. He He can, you know, produce ground balls a lot, which can lead to double plays. He's been striking out more people a lot. And all in all, it's just been a great, reliable guy we can go to now. Hopefully, Yeah, definitely. Easy. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that's definitely been a plus, especially after um, the tough year last year, like you said. Um, and then tonight, the Cubs start um, their first out of three straight um, Sunday night baseball games. Um, they host the Cardinals um, at 7.05, which is in only 20 minutes now. Um, the lineup is Ben Zobrist leading off, playing left. Chris Bryan at third, Anthony Rizzo at first, Javi Baez in cleanup at shortstop, Contreras catching, Hayward in right, David Vody at second, Albert Amore Jr. in center, and then Jose Quintana pitching. Um, and then for St. Louis, Matt Carpenter at third, Paul Goldschmidt at first, Paul DeJong at shortstop, Marcel Zuna in left, Jose Martinez in right, Yadier Molina catching, Dexter Fowler um, in center, Colton Wong 
at second, and then Adam Wainwright making the start for the cards. Um, I mean, Jose Catano, like we had talked about a little bit earlier, he's had a generally good start to the season. Um, Adam Wainwright has too, so I mean, I think it's going to be a pretty good game tonight. I mean, Theo, you got any score predictions for tonight, or I mean, any yeah, bold bold predictions? If I had to make a pick, I'd probably go. It's gonna be a good, more of a pitching matchup. I'd say probably a three to two Cubs win tonight. Yeah, I agree. I think it's gonna be a pitching matchup too. Um, I mean, like I had said, both both pitchers have had good starts to the season. Um, and I mean, I hope we get another good start out of Jose Quintana. Yeah. Um, and so now we're gonna get into a little bit of the standing so far of the NL. Central. Um the Cubs are just half a game back now. Um so I mean Milwaukee won today. They're still um a game and a half back because they're twenty and sixteen. Um they've played six more games than the Cubs, three more than St. Louis. Um so a win tonight would put us in sole possession of first place. Um and something else to look at too. I mean St. Louis is at twenty and thirteen, we're at eighteen and twelve, um Milwaukee at twenty and sixteen. Pittsburgh at 16 and 15 after a walk-off win in the 14th, I believe. 15th, maybe. Yeah, something like 13th, I believe. Uh, Starling Marte hit a walk-off through on Homer, and then um, the Cincinnati Reds in sole possession of last at 14 and 19. Um, And generally surprising, um, Cincinnati is only six games back. So I mean, it's still a close division. I mean. And something else to look at, too, Milwaukee is negative 10 in the run differential column, and then Pittsburgh is negative 26. Um, the Cubs are at plus 43, and then St. Louis at plus 30. So, I mean, it's not something outstanding when you're seeing your team at negative 10, but they're still at 20 and 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm referring to the Brewers right now. So, I mean, I think they they definitely need to uh, – I mean – I think their offense was going to be better than their pitching. So, I mean, I don't know if they've just allowed a lot of runs or if they're just not scoring many runs. I haven't looked at um, much of their season so far um, other than stuff like that. But, I mean, whatever it is, like, maybe they'll just keep this up and maybe this is just how they are. But their expected win-loss based on runs scored and runs allowed is 17-19. and So essentially, they're they would be three games under, um, and they'd be um, under the Reds too. The Reds are um, their expected win loss is eighteen and fifteen, um, and the Reds also released Matt Kemp today. I don't know if you saw that or not, but I didn't see that. No. Yeah, well, they did. Um, and then St. Louis too. Um, Sixteen games already at home, and they're twelve and four in those games. Um, Milwaukee, same thing, thirteen and eight at home to start the season, and then Cubs at nine and four. Um, they have not been as hot on the roads. I mean, really, none of the teams in the Central are. Um, all of the teams are below. I mean, away. So all of the away records. Um, St. Louis at eight and nine. Cubs at nine and eight. Um, Milwaukee at seven and eight. Pittsburgh at eight and seven. And then Cincinnati. Oh, eighteen games already away. Six and twelve to start the season. Um, so a tough start for them. Um, I mean, Theo, what are your thoughts on the Reds? Like, do you think they'll turn it around or do you think like 
it's just not going to be a good season for them. I don't really expect too much from them. I didn't at the early at the beginning of the season. They did make some off-season pickups, but still, I don't expect too much from them. I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I, I generally agree with you. Um, I mean, I liked the trade that they made this off-season with the Dodgers. Um, obviously, they were taking on a big payroll of uh, Yasiel Puig, Matt Kemp, and Alex Wood. Um, so, Didn't they just I mean, I, Kemp, actually? Yeah, but they still got to pay him, I'm pretty sure. But either way, yeah. So, I mean, it's a big payroll to take on. Um, And, I mean, just overall, I don't see a lot of star power on their team. I mean, I definitely thought Yasiel Puig was going to turn it around. Um, Not necessarily turn it around, but have a big year um, with the Reds. He hasn't been as well as personally I thought he was going to be. He has a negative .3 war to start the season. Only a two oh seven batting average with a two forty two on base. Um, 17 RBI, 12 runs, four stolen bases, and an OPS plus of 58. Um, his OPS is 613. Um, and I mean, I guess if you know anything about OPS, it's pretty bad. Um, especially for a player who's had an overall 821 throughout his career. So, obviously a tough start for him. Um, personally, I don't like rooting for other players in our division, but Puig is always a guy... Um, that generally has a lot of fire in him and, um, he gets a lot, um, just, he, he, he's able to start a lot of stuff with other teams and pitchers. So, I mean, I was hoping for a good start to this season, but he hasn't really had one. Yeah. He's also struck out 30 times this year already. Wow. Huh? Yeah. I'm just looking at that. Yeah. And something else to mention too. Um, throughout the whole MLB, everybody except um, Theo. I don't know if you could, if you know this, but I'm sure you can guess it. There's only one team in the MLB who doesn't have more than 10 wins, more or more or equal to 10 wins. There's one team who has less than 10 wins. Can you guess who it is? Marlins. Yep, Miami Marlins at nine and 24. <laughs> They're already oh, 10 God. games back in their division. That is. Yeah, that's pretty wild. So, yeah, I'm looking at other teams um, and divisions. Um, at the bottom of the division in the NL West, the San Francisco Giants are at 14-19. and 19. Reds in the NL Central at 14-19. and 19. Um, Marlins at 9-24 and 24 in the NL East, like I had said. Um, AL West, 15-21 and 21 are the A's. AL Central, 12-23. and 23. Um, That's the Royals. And then Baltimore at 12-22 and 22 in the AL East. Um, so, I mean, the Marlins, I feel like every year, like, I feel like they're going to have, like, like get a little bit better. But, like, Brinson was just sent down to AAA, like, maybe a few days ago or a week ago now. Um, and it's just never, like, I don't know. I feel like they're just never going to be good. And something and else. Sorry, what was that? I just I feel, I feel so bad for the fans now because, I mean, they've stuck yeah. around, but they just. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, and something else. They have a negative 73 run differential. And that's nearly the most in the MLB. Well, it is the most in the MLB, but they are close with the Baltimore Orioles, who have a negative 68. But the Baltimore Orioles have scored 139 runs, 
compared to 207 runs allowed. And then the Miami Marlins, 91 runs scored is it, and 164 allowed. So, like, I have no idea what is going on in Miami, but, I mean, Derek Jeter needs to figure out whatever because they're, I mean, they're not scoring runs, but they're, I mean, their pitching has done well as what I've seen. But, I mean, it's just been a tough season so far for them. I mean, what what do you think about their future? Didn't they, like, trade for – they have a couple of good prospects down there. But. Yeah, they – I mean, I'm hoping, like, that they can develop. But, I mean, at this point, it's like – I mean, the Christian Yelich trade, like, trading the NL MVP um, and him becoming the NL MVP the next year, like, I don't care who you get. Clearly, that's a disaster. Um, mm-hmm. And Lewis Brenson has been horrible, too. So, I mean, yeah. it'd be a little better if he's, like, still in the MLB and he's producing. But the problem is he's not. So, I mean, if he was producing, I would probably feel a little more confident um, in their future. But, I mean, they also traded um, JT Remuto for Sixto Sanchez. Um, that's their top prospect. Um, I really like him. And then Victor Victor Mesa, obviously. And then Victor Mesa Jr., um, I think both those guys are going to be really good, um, especially Victor Victor. Um, and then they also got Monte Harrison, Ethan Diaz, um, Nick Nieder. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, I definitely think they have, um, I mean, not necessarily like an outstanding prospect system, but I, I mean a, good, a better one in the MLB um, compared to other teams. I mean, it's pretty – I mean – if you look at like their attendance ratings, like I don't know, I don't even know what it is this year, but like if you go to their field, it's like you can buy a ticket for like five dollars, and there's never anybody there. Like for that cheap, you should at least see like more than ten thousand people there. You're getting like five thousand people a game. Like it's like it just it's just sad. Like the whole organization and how Derek Jeter has like overrun like I don't know if it's him fully like obviously the team isn't producing still but overall it's it's just pretty sad yeah they're in last place in the league for attendance their average is 9,557 oh wow geez yeah and I think they were last year too if I remember correctly mm-hmm. um I mean even like I'd be interested to I mean once they're good like I like is their stadium just going to start filling up again like, that's my – it's just something to think about, I guess. But, I mean, in years, like in a few years, it'll be interesting to see, like, if they do, like, finally show up to, like, other teams or something and they have, like – like, they make a play, make the playoffs here, like, will fans actually start showing up or is it just because of where they're placed? I think it's a little bit of both there because gradually if you become better, more people are going to come to your game, but – I don't know. Florida doesn't feel like a baseball like town to me. Yeah, yeah like I agree. The Rays, the Rays don't have a good attendance either. They're yeah, that's 29. true. Right, and they're they're generally a good team too. It's not like the Rays are bad. Um, yeah. I mean, I would guess like the most the Marlins or even the Rays. I mean, maybe not the Rays. What are what are the Rays' attendance rates so far this season? Uh, on average, they're fourteen thousand and eight. Okay, so 
I mean, obviously, like, that's a big vacation place, too, like, over spring break. So, I mean, a lot yeah. of people go there, too. So, and something mm-hmm. else to mention, too. I know we've kind of, like, went around prospect systems, but um, the Milwaukee's Brewers prospect system, um, their top two prospects, Keiston Hiara, he's their he's their top prospect, a second baseman. Um, he's currently in AAA. I just wanted to talk about him because a lot of people don't know about like other people's or other teams prospect systems but um his hit out of he's ranked 70 out of 70 I'm pretty sure it's out of it might be out of 80 now I don't know if they ever changed it but he has a 70 um he's at 70 hit um which is top basically top rated um then power at 60 run at 50 arm at 45 fielding at 50 and he's overall a 60 um, he was only drafted in 2017 in the first round, ninth overall, um, and he's only 22. I would expect him to be up sometime this year. Um, I have no mm-hmm. idea when his plan – I mean, what their plan is. But, I mean, overall, just generally their second baseman spot is pretty weak. Yeah, he, he could impact them a lot. He's batting 343, and he's slugging 762. Yeah. Like ten home runs. Yeah, so I mean it could definitely be go ahead. Oh yeah. He has a one point one four forty eight OPS. Also. Yeah, Not so bad. I mean yeah. Uh so he's he's been pretty good so far. Um and just throughout um I mean he could definitely be a huge impact this year. Um I just wanted to mention that. Just because a lot of people don't know about him or really other teams prospect systems so yeah all right well i appreciate you coming on theo thanks yep thank you hope you guys have a good night Bye. bye